You're listening to The Real Log. Now, The Real Log is a podcast that goes over the PRs that make their way into Ruby or into Ruby on Rails. And essentially, what I do with the podcast is I try to cover some of the most interesting PRs that are coming inside, that are, that are coming to a future version of Ruby on Rails or comments that have made their way into Ruby itself. And if you're new to the show, this is what the podcast is about. In this episode, I have three items to go over with you. For every item that I talk about, I will have a link to the PR itself inside of the show notes that you can find at railschangelog.com. So without further ado, let's move on to the first item. There is a helper method inside of Rails that makes it easier to test different route configurations. If it wasn't for this PR, I wouldn't have known something like this existed. And the name of the helper method is with underscore routing. Now, this PR makes it possible to set this helper method at the class level uh, inside of your test files Having the route configuration set at the class level probably means that you'll be able to use this same configuration. You'll be able to test this routing configuration in each of the test cases that are found inside this test class. So essentially what I think it's it's going to help people do is help help folks save a lot of time. So this is something to know about if you're using with underscore routing or if you use it to help you test different route configurations. I'd like to tell you now about our newest sponsor, AppSignal. AppSignal has been around since 2013 and they offer a comprehensive monitoring for Ruby applications, including error tracking, performance insights, server metrics, uptime monitoring, login, and so much more. AppSignal is easy to set up and works seamlessly with all popular Ruby frameworks. It automatically instruments and creates beautiful dashboards for Sidekick, ActiveJob, and other integrations. Visit appsignal.com to learn more. And be sure to stop by AppSignal's booth at the Rails World Conference in Amsterdam this year. Now, this Pull request is one that really excites me because it solves a problem that I've come across several times. Let me describe the problem. So the problem is when you open your Rails application folder, you have the app folder inside of it, and then you also have the lib folder. But the lib folder is never eager loaded or auto loaded. And if you have any auxiliary code that you want to use, ideally you want it to be inside of the lib folder, right? And then you want it to be eager loaded, but Rails is not doing this eager loading and auto loading of the lib folder since Rails 3. So how do you solve this problem? The way I do it and the way most people do it is to go inside of the app folder, which is always eager loaded and auto loaded, and then create a lib folder inside of that and then put your extra code inside of that so that you would be able to have access to it in the Rails application. This doesn't feel right because you already have a lib folder. You should be able to have your extra code inside of that lib folder. 
And this problem is what this PR fixes. And this is why I'm so happy about this PR. And how is this fix going to work? Well, the solution to this problem is by way of a new configuration option that's called config.autoload underscore lib. The way this is going to work is it's going to load everything inside of your lib folder. That's the original lib folder that's in the root location of your Rails application. But the smart thing about this is that you can pass an option to this autoload underscore lib and the option would be a ignore colon and then you pass it the array of the folder names that you don't want eager loaded right so if you have the lib folder everything is going to be loaded from this lib folder but then you can tell rails hey rails please do not auto load and eager load for instance the assets folder or the tasks folder anything inside of that i don't want you to auto load and eager load any other thing that I don't pass to the ignore option, you can happily eager load. So now, instead of having to create a lib folder in the app folder, you can just put your extra code in the lib folder, where I believe is the right place we should put any extra code or auxiliary code that we are going to use in the application anyway. Let's hear from the man himself. Xavier Noria is a member of the Rails Core team, and he's actually the author of this feature. Hey, Emmanuel. So, yeah, you are right. Before Rails 3, Lib was in the default autoload and either load paths, but that proved to be problematic because, in, you know, in Lib, projects have all kinds of things, and some files are not meant to be eager loaded in production. They may have side effects. Or just they are not used, you know, and they shouldn't be in, in RAM. So in Rails 3, a lib was removed from the default. However, there's API to add it, okay? And indeed, most of the projects I have consulted for have it. And that was a motivation for working on this for Rails 7.1. So the classic autoloader was not able to ignore files or directories in the autoload paths, which is key for, you know, adding lib to the autoload paths and eager load paths in a robust way. And that's what the new methods in, in the application configuration do. Config autoload lib and config, config autoload lib once. They just encapsulate the three or four lines that you could write manually, but thanks to these one-liners, you, you won't need to, to you know, you won't need to to know how to do, you know, the fine details about how to do this, right? So that's the point. However, this is not, this is not going to be generated, you know, in, in new applications. So you have, you have still to do it manually if you want to. The only thing is that you have no better API. That's it. And with that, we've come to the end of this episode of the Rails Changelog. Talk to you in the next one.